I'll be honest. This one isn't for everyone. This is a recording of what we call the Watch Gospels, which are read at the end of Maundy Thursday, reflecting quietly on the arrest of Jesus. At the end of that recording, it then leads into the portion of the Good Friday Meditations, for which I was responsible, where I will read a section of the Passion Narrative and offer a reflection on the kingship of Jesus before ending with a prayer. There are some moments of silence in this episode, and so I would recommend listening to this one when you're not doing something else. And if it's not your cup of tea, that's absolutely fine to skip on to the next episode. This is Reflections of Good Friday and Maundy Thursday from 2021. I am Samuel S. Thorpe and you are listening to a bonus episode of From the Pilgrim Path. When they had sung the hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. And Jesus said to them, You will all become deserters, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter said to him, Even though all become deserters, I will not. Jesus said to him, Truly I tell you, this day, this very night, before the cock crows twice, you will deny me three times. But he said vehemently, Even though I must die with you, I will not deny you. And all of them said the same. They went to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, Sit here while I pray. He took with him Peter and James and John and began to be distressed and agitated. And he said to them, I am deeply grieved, even to death. Remain here and keep awake. And going a little further, he threw himself on the ground and prayed that, if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. He said, Abba, Father, for you all things are possible. 
Remove this cup from me, yet not what I want, but what you want. He came and found them sleeping, and he said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not keep awake one hour? Keep awake and pray that you may not come into the time of trial. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And again he went away and prayed, saying the same words. And once more he came and found them sleeping, for their eyes were very heavy, and they did not know what to say to him. He came a third time and said to them, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? Enough. The hour has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up. Let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. Immediately, while he was still speaking, Judas one of the twelve, arrived. And with him there was a crowd with swords and clubs from the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders. Now the betrayer had given them a sign, saying, The one I will kiss is the man. Arrest him and lead him away under guard. So when he came, he went up to him at once, and said, Rabbi, and kissed him. Then they laid hands on him and arrested him. But one of those who stood near drew his sword and struck the slave of the high priest, cutting off his ear. Then Jesus said to them, Have you come out with swords and clubs to arrest me as though I were a bandit? Day after day I was with you in the temple teaching, and you did not arrest me. But let the scriptures be fulfilled. All of them deserted him and fled. A certain young man was following him, wearing nothing but a linen cloth. They caught hold of him, but he left the linen cloth and ran off naked. They took Jesus to the high priest, and all the chief priests, the elders, and the scribes were assembled. Peter had followed him at a distance, right into the courtyard of the high priest, and he was sitting with the guards, warming himself at the fire. Now the chief priests and the whole council were looking for testimony against Jesus to put him to death. But they found none, for many gave false testimony against him, and their testimony did not agree.
some stood up and gave false testimony against him, saying, We heard him say, I will destroy this temple that is made with hands, and in three days I will build another not made with hands. But even on this point their testimony did not agree. Then the high priest stood before them and asked Jesus, Have you no answer? What is it that they testify against you? But he was silent and did not answer. Again the high priest asked him, Are you the Messiah, the Son of the Blessed One? Jesus said, I am. And you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of the power and coming with the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothes and said, Why do we still need witnesses? You have heard his blasphemy. What is your decision? All of them condemned him as deserving death. Some began to spit on him, to blindfold him and strike him, saying, Prophesy! The guards also took him over and beat him. While Peter was below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls of the high priest came by. When she saw Peter warming himself, she stared at him and said, You also were with Jesus, the man from Nazareth. But he denied it, saying, I do not know or understand what you are talking about. And he went out into the forecourt, and the cock crowed. And the servant girl, on seeing him, began to say to the bystanders, This man is one of them. But again he denied it. Then after a little while, the bystanders again said to Peter, Certainly you are one of them, for you are a Galilean. But he began to curse, and he swore an oath. I do not know this man that you are talking about. At that moment the cock crowed for the second time. Then Peter remembered that Jesus had said to him, Before the cock crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down and wept. O Lord, God of my salvation, I have cried day and night before you. Let my prayer come into your presence. Incline your ear to my cry. 
for my soul is full of trouble. My life draws near to the land of death. I am counted as one gone down to the pit. I am like one that has no strength, lost among the dead, like the slain who lie in the grave, whom you remember no more, for they are cut off from your hand. You have laid me in the lowest pit, in a place of darkness, in the abyss. Your anger lies heavy upon me, and you have afflicted me with all your waves. You have put my friends far from me, and made me to be abhorred by them. I am so fast in prison that I cannot get free. My eyes fail from all my trouble. Lord, I have called daily upon you. I have stretched out my hands to you. Do you work wonders for the dead? Will the shade stand up and praise you? Shall your loving kindness be declared from the grave? Your faithfulness in the land of destruction? Shall your wonders be known in the dark? Will your righteous deeds in the land where all is forgotten? But as for me, O Lord, I cry to you. Early in the morning my prayer shall come before you. Lord, why have you rejected my soul? Why have you hidden your face from me? I have been wretched and at the point of death from my youth. I suffer your terrors and am no more seen. Your wrath sweeps over me. Your horrors are come to destroy me. All day long they come about me like water. They close me in on every side. Lover and friend, you have put far from me and hid my companion out of my sight. Matthew 27, beginning at verse 27. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus into the governor's headquarters, and they gathered the whole cohort around him. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him, and after twisting some thorns into a crown, they put it on his head. They put a reed in his right hand, 
and knelt before him and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews! They spat on him and took the reed and struck him on the head. After mocking him, they stripped him of the robe and put his own clothes on him. And then they led him away to crucify him. It is here that we see the royal man, the kingly man, standing surrounded by soldiers, acclaiming him as king. And indeed, he was a kingly man. But this is not what we expected. But then the kingship of Jesus has never looked like one expects. With the Magi coming from the east, seeking the boy who was to be born, the king of the Jews, they went to Jerusalem, to the palace, to see the king, only to find out that Jesus was, in fact, born of Bethlehem. And when they got there, they discovered him not even in an inn or a house, but in a room where the animals stayed, and his bed was a manger. He was a royal man, and people recognized this. There was a feeding of the 5,000, an event which greatly impressed people, along with all of his wise and kingly teachings. So much so that the crowds wanted to seize him and make him king by force. And yet, he walks away up into the hills to be by himself and to pray. We have here a royal man, but not royal in the way in which we expect. He has the freedom to recognize that his kingship is not of this world, even though it is in this world. His kingdom and his authority come not from human institutions, but from God himself. And it was in his freedom that in the garden he chooses to allow himself to be arrested, betrayed unto the unjust court, who will bring him to these soldiers, who will beat him, who will mock him, spit upon him, robe him in scarlet, and say, Hail, King of the Jews. And it is here, in the midst of the brutality and the unfairness, that ironically, he is recognized again for who he truly is. When we see this beating, when we see this pain, we see the king of all creation, who has stepped down from the heavens to be born and laid in a manger, who has resisted the human temptation to call him king, stripping away every right every claim to power, 
and submitting himself to the passion that leads to the cross. What kind of king is this? As we sit in the silence, let us listen for his voice, not coming with our own expectations, but trying to see the glimpses of truth into who this royal man really is. O Lord, you suffered for us. Open our eyes to see through that into all that you are and all that you have laid down and shall take up for our sakes. Amen.